0: Faith for today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. This week's programs are so fascinating, Colin. You're you're really unpacking, explaining in depth what Jesus was talking about uh, in in what we call the Sermon on the Mount. We find it in Matthew chapter five. Yesterday you explained that God looks for those, he looks for righteousness in us, those who live righteous lives. He looks for those who show mercy and you say that that always has to lead to action. The pure in heart, see God. Uh, We are so familiar with these verses, yet when we look at them in this way, they have such a depth of meaning to them. And there's a present understanding of of how God blesses us here and now, but also, of course, there is the eternal perspective that we were blessed, <clears throat> excuse me, we will be blessed eternally because of these things. So the next of these what we call beatitudes or blessings, uh, is seen is seen in verse nine, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Now, here again, what are peacemakers are those are they those who simply try to end conflict no first and foremost they are the people that help others to make peace with god the uh, greatest need that everybody has is to make peace with god Um, you know in the old revival days one of the questions that people used to ask Uh, of others who were not Christians is have you made your peace with God or you need to make your peace with God and of course in those old revival times the gospel would be preached people weren't asked to to um, repeat a sinner's prayer like a parrot but they they went either into a room or they went forward to the penitence bench and and they knelt before God and they poured out their hearts Before the Lord. I mean, they had to meet with God personally. They didn't have somebody to counsel them, somebody to lead them. They had to meet with God personally. And what they were doing in that time was coming through to the point where they were at peace with God. And they were at peace with God because they knew He had forgiven all their sins. He knew they knew therefore that now they were totally accepted because of the blood of Jesus Christ, cleansing them from all their sins. So, uh, those who encourage others to make their peace with God are blessed. Those who encourage people to make peace with one another are blessed. Uh, God wants unity in his body. You are to love one another as I have loved you. And Jesus prayed father may they be one so that the world will know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me so this unity is so essential to god because where there is unity he commands the blessing so all those who uh, seek to not only bring people into a place of making peace with god but also um, making peace with one another they are also blessed And you see, by doing this, uh, people are living as the sons of God, because what did Jesus do? He didn't come to make political peace. He came to enable people to make their peace with God, and he made his life a sacrifice on the cross for that to be possible. He came and spoke about what Paul calls the gospel of reconciliation, how we need to be reconciled to one another as well as reconciled to God. Now, of course, as an extension of that, we want to see peace. We want to see peace at a national level, at an international level. We, we as Christians have a heart for peace, not for war and conflict. But um, we must avoid understanding this as, as being those that are simply trying to make political peace here and there. Because, you know, Jesus said there's gonna be wars and rumors of wars and all kinds of things going on in society around us. That's gonna be happening until Jesus comes again. Um, and, uh, of course, there is a place for being involved in seeking to bring peace and reconciliation at a national or political level between various groups of people. But that is, if you like, a further extension of understanding that the calling upon all of us as Christians is to make our peace with God, encourage others to make their peace with God, and to seek to live at peace with one another so we're in mutual forgiveness of one another, mutual love for one another, and we're not taking offense, we're not allowing the devil to come in and divide because as we manifest that unity in Christ— So then we are able to impact the world in a much greater way. And these peacemakers will be called sons of God. (laughs) That's a great privilege, isn't it? God is our Father, but if God is our Father, the sons are to take after the Father. And the Father sent Jesus, his Son, to make peace, to reconcile man to God. So that's really the essence of, of this verse. And then in verse 10, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, we saw on Monday that the poor in spirit, those who are humble enough to recognize their need of God, the kingdom of heaven belongs to them. And he's saying, Jesus is saying also that those who are persecuted because of living in right relationship with God, because they are seeking to outwork the will of God in their lives, they too will be blessed, happy, fulfilled, because the kingdom belongs to them. Now, we're going to read on immediately because the next blessing is connected with that. Blessed are you when men insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. See, I was talking earlier about reward. Salvation is God's gift according to what he has done for us in Jesus. Reward is according to what we have done. Jesus says, every man will be rewarded according to what he has done. Now, Jesus is saying that those who live in righteousness, those who live to please God, those who walk in his ways, are going to suffer persecution. They are going to be falsely accused. People will say all kinds of evil things, about them falsely. I've had a, a lot of that in my life because, you know, the more God uses a person, the more the enemy wants to try to to knock them down, really. And when these false things are said about you, um, it's very difficult to uh, answer to respond because the people that are accusing you don't want to listen to anything you say anyway. And I believe the best thing to do is to follow the example of Jesus. When he was falsely accused at his trial he said nothing. When he was challenged as to who he was he had to answer. But you see what Jesus is saying is well you might find the going tough now when you have to suffer all these things but you need to rejoice and be glad because there is a reward and the reward for you is in heaven now what's that going to mean well i don't know we'll find out when we get there but it does show us that nothing can happen to us here that is not going to be evaluated by god on the day of judgment remember if we're christians What happens on the Day of Judgment is not a decision as to whether we go to heaven or not. Because of our faith in what Jesus Christ has done for us, we know that we will go to heaven. But what will be assessed on the Day of Judgment is what reward we will have in heaven. And what Jesus is saying here is your reward, yes, will be dependent upon what you have done, but there is also a reward for what you have suffered because of what others have done to you now it's suffering for righteousness sake suffering for the sake of the kingdom suffering because of your faith in god it's not suffering because you've messed up and 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 you know you've got yourself into the kind of situation where all kinds of things happen to you but really it's your fault now he's talking about suffering for the sake of the kingdom. He's talking about being abused and misused and misrepresented and so on because of your faith in the Lord Jesus. Which isn't pleasant. Which isn't pleasant. Um, I think all of us who are seek and deliver as faithful Christians uh, experience it at some time or other, and some of us experience it more than others. Um, But the more you experience, the greater the reward. And this is typical of Jesus, you see. Always to look positively on on every situation. And looking beyond the situation as well, I suppose. Absolutely, because we are people that um, belong to eternity, not just to time. But you see, what Jesus is teaching in all this business about reward is what happens to you in this limited time on earth will actually affect what happens to you eternally in heaven so we want our lives to be good and right and righteous in god's eyes don't we praise god so we we see in all these so-called blessings these beatitudes that god's purpose is to bless this is what he wants to do um But what we've seen in all of them is that these blessings are not just for us as believers, but we are blessed in doing these things because of the impact we will have on other people. There there is always this so that. I I teach our Bible college students, whatever God does in your life, there's always a so that.